Hey guys, it's me, Judy, back on the old and the new. Today, we'll talk about something that is sort of continuing with my last episode, which was, what was it like to be an Asian woman in the ancient world? And today I'll be talking about what is it like to be a woman in ancient Sparta specifically. First, we must know that this is different to that of the life of a woman in other Greek cities, such as Athens, that we talked about last time. And this is due to the different political structure and social structure that ancient Sparta had. We'll talk more about that later. But in introduction, apparently, once upon a time, Aristotle said, the men of Sparta had originally proposed a more Athenian style as to women's social roles and responsibilities, and the women, quite frankly, resisted. And as we'll find out more about later, women in ancient Sparta had considerably more freedom to women in other ancient Greek cities in comparison. And why was that? We know many Greek writers were writing from cities other than Sparta, therefore many of them expressed a sense of dislike or perhaps disagreement to this sort of custom, such as Plato, for example. He wrote in his books that he thought Spartan women had too much freedom. But maybe there were things that he failed to see about Spartan society. We'll talk about that. And so the women of ancient Sparta had many responsibilities and social roles. In ancient Sparta, it was the most important thing to have great soldiers as a supply of their military. And Sparta, as we might know, massively emphasised and valued their military power. In fact, this is the primary thing that they cared about. Therefore, the main responsibility of women back in the day was to rear sons who could be brought up to become great soldiers. And, in fact, having soldiers was so important to the Spartans that they thought, actually, having children was the only thing that women should focus on. And this is different to that of other cities, such as Athens. As we talked about before, their primary focus on having women bear children is so that they might have a legitimate heir. So these two are fundamentally different in that way, although it seems like that they both just want women to have children. It's for a different reason. And actually, in ancient Sparta, the rulers thought that freeborn women do not need to do any housework, like they do in cities such as Athens, because having children and making sure that they're fit and healthy for childbearing and also making sure that they bring up the children well is so important that everything else can be put behind it. And obviously there were slaves 
to do the jobs that they would otherwise be doing, such as weaving and so on. And so would the Spartans believe to be good for rowing children? Well, first of all, the women they believed had to be well physically exercised because they believed if the parents were strong, then the likelihood of their son being strong is better. And also, having a healthy body for a woman generally ensured that she had a safer and easier childbirth. Because, remember back in the day, women very easily died from these things because they had less sterile environments and so on. And another interesting social responsibility of women, due to this custom, is that there is some evidence that shows in times of crisis or war, women were sort of expected to guard and defend the city as well as the old men and children within the city. Within reason, of course. And another remarkable thing that was different to the to that of other women in other cities is that ancient Spartan women were allowed to own property. And so many of them had become quite rich, in fact. And some Greek authors wrote about them and expressed a sense of disagreement to this, that they were that they were outraged that a woman should have been allowed to develop such a great quantity of wealth. And obviously, this primarily comes from the women's inheritance of their dead fathers and so on, who presumably did not have a son or their son died, or their own dowry money, which could have been quite a large sum of money. A source suggested that at some point, a Spartan woman was able to own about three quarters of the land in the country, which is quite significant for somebody who doesn't have political roles in the society. And also another remarkable fact was that actually in ancient Sparta, there was little prostitution. But this was not because they respected women more or such. It was actually because due to their unique political structure, which we might go into in another episode or not, but not today, they did not have such thing as gold and silver money to trade. And therefore, less sort of grey or grey area or dodgy businesses went on in their society. But although that doesn't mean that Spartan men do not use prostitution outside of the city, but due to their structure, this is something that did not develop within their own state. So what was marriage like for Spartan women? Well, unlike what it was custom in Athens, where a girl, as soon as she reached sexual maturity, she would be married off to some other guy that her father thought sought for her. An ancient Spartan woman, it was believed that she was married 
at the best age for children bearing, although we're not sure what this age was. And actually, the same thing was held for men. So this is also different with what we might have seen at Athens or other city-states of ancient Greece, where it was very normal for a very young girl to marry a much older man who is successful and rich. In ancient Sparta, it was more important for a person to find somebody else or somebody else's family that is suitable to them rather than richer or more powerful. There was this obligation for men and women to marry, and obviously this was for the procreation of children. We know that men who didn't marry in time were even punished. There was some sort of penalty. A possibility of this was that they might have been forbidden from festivals in which men and women would dance around naked. And some says that this might have been to discourage homosexuality in older men. And on the other hand, the encouragement of marriage was that, first of all, there was no penalty for when women did not marry. And this was because death of soldiers was quite frequent and also the exposure of weak babies meant that quite often there were more women than men and so some that it was normal for women to not be able to get married or was widowed. Another encouragement for marriage in ancient Spartan society was that there were these processions of nudity at festivals and these competitions that were completed completely nude. And we think this encourages sexual attractions between ancient Spartan men and women. And perhaps this was also for the procreation of more rigorous children because this is something that they believed rather than an intellectual attraction that might have been more slow burn, if I could say that. And in ancient Sparta, notably, having an affair was very easy. Loyalty was not guaranteed. So, for example, it was sort of normal for a man to have sex with another man's wife as long as he sought the man's consent before. And also, divorce was easy. There was no formal process. Usually, the man just has to send his wife home, probably to her father's house. So... Although the system seems more free, we can tell that this is still decided by the men. The woman has no say in this situation. So, for example, with our modern day moral standards, we can see the danger that if one man wanted to have children with another man's wife, simply because he didn't want to get married or anything, he only needed to ask for the husband's consent. 
and the wife has to have children with him because the societal structure shows that the procreation of good quality children comes before everything else. So, what was motherhood like for an Asian Spartan woman? Well, in my opinion, I think it's slightly more meaningful than that of the Athenian mother life. Like we mentioned before, an ancient Spartan married woman was not expected to do housework such as weaving. Her primary purpose is to bring up her son properly so that he becomes a soldier with a brave mind and a fit body so that he could be trained into a good hoplite and join the army of the country. So, her education is very important in this. She has to teach him to be loyal to his country and encourage him to exercise well and become fit. And we also see something that is definitely not seen elsewhere outside of Sparta, was that women who died of childbirth had received grave markers. And this was significant because it's the same treatment that men who died in battle would have gotten. So I feel that this is a good symbol for the setters of women in comparison to men in ancient Sparta. Women were recognised as an important part of the human race because of how important childbirth and having successful and strong offspring was to the ancient Spartans. They also valued motherhood. So, in conclusion, we know that the ancient Greek authors praised ancient Spartan women for their beauty and strength, which is what they were known for, but also perhaps criticised the freedom that they had. So that's the end of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you next time. Goodbye.